Uh, it's frozen. It said live for me. Well, my whole screen's frozen, so I'm just going to say it's going to come back in a second or two, or I'll do the entire episode without being able to see anything. I don't know. Can you see me? Now I can. It's back. All right, great. It's back. Uh, welcome to the Moose Milk Podcast. This is episode <laughs> 112, and we don't know what we're doing. We're just two hot guys doing hot guy stuff. It's true. It's blast them, Nips. Um, I'm Ryan. This is Matt, as always, back after a two-week absence. Uh, yeah. It. How are you? How was your week off? What have you been doing? How are you uh, as good looking as ever? Uh, I don't have an answer to that last question, well, but uh, thank you. Uh, week off was good. Uh, it was nice and chill. Yeah, good thing we didn't do it because uh, the internet at that cottage was not good, so... Yeah, well, I mean, dicey as could be. So, um, yeah, it was good. We went to a little cottage on this little island. It was really cool. It's like very touristy in the summer, but because we were like so early, there was like not a lot of people out there. So, right, right. Um, so yeah, it was kind of nice to not have, uh, you know, to deal with like the tourists and stuff. We did like a kayaking, like a guided kayaking tour, and we were the only two people on it. So that was kind of cool. We saw some seals. We went to this like uh, little island uh, called Goat Island, and like as we like rolled up to it, uh, there's like all these like huge signs on it that say like "Do not come on this island." It is a snake breeding island. There's loads of exotic snakes all over the island, and the guy was like, "They just put the sign up to make sure nobody would actually come in here," but. That's so terrifying. That like, that's what I said. I was like, oh, man, I want to know more about Snake Mountain. Oh, I don't want to know anything about Snake Like, put a nuke on it. Yeah, I don't like... Me and you both don't like snakes. We saw no. a snake when we were walking one no, of the days, no, too. No, no, Obliterate them all. Like, I, all these people that are like, <laughs> oh, you know, it's going to it's gonna affect the, the animal world. And like, oh, you take one thing out, and it, it ruins everything, and blah, 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 blah. I don't give a fuck. Take them all. Get rid of them. Obliterate every snake. Get rid we of We don't them. need them. They're not helping anything. Fuck off. Oh, rodents would take over. Now they wouldn't. I mean, they might, but yeah. Nah, it's fine. Nah, it's good. There's birds. There's other animals. We don't need snakes. <laughs> Fuck them. Um, yeah, so that was pretty good. I watched a bunch of stuff, and uh, yeah, it was just chill, and work's been shit. And... Oh, I hear you on that one. Yeah, man. How are you? I'm good. I don't know. I, uh... <laughs> How high can I get? Um <laughs> I feel like Charlie Day right there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm 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 a year older. It was my birthday on Friday, yes, so right. I kind of thanks, buddy. I uh, did you put candles on your nipples? And as always, I mean, that's my tradition. That's, uh, I was gonna say that is your birthday tradition. Yeah, so. I just hang as many candles as I can without getting burnt. Uh, no, I uh, I don't know. I just hung out with some friends and family, and nothing too nice. crazy. I uh, pretty chill birthday. I had a couple beers, and uh, immediately regretted having a couple beers because. I have zero tolerance anymore, and uh, that's crazy to me. As the guy who used to be able to like drink his face off, I had crazy. four four beers, and I had the worst hangover in the world the next day. So, Ugh. yeah, I uh, I can't drink anymore. So, um, yeah, that's a shame. But I, I whatever. I guess it's healthier that way. But probably is healthier. Yeah. So I'm just not going to drink. I mean, maybe during the summer I'll have a beer when it's hot out or something like that. But yeah, uh, yeah. I just can't. I can't drink like I used to. I just. I don't have it, the ability anymore. I mean, that's part of getting older, and uh, yeah, it's a shame. But yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, nothing too crazy. I mean, I watched some stuff, and um, 
obviously was excited for Guardians, so uh, I've had that on my mind, and I've been playing some video games and just kind of chilling, you know, nothing too crazy, nothing out of the norm. Nice. I also have nothing out of the norm. I've been customizing a fucking ton. When I was on vacation, I did like two or three sculpting sessions a day, so like I was getting a ton in, which was awesome. That's good. That's good. I mean, as long as you're enjoying it, then that's all that matters. Yeah, man. I'm making good progress. So good. Fucking A. Well, yeah. Um, so this week we're going to talk Guardians, but uh, we're going to spoil it. So be prepared for that. But we're going to, you know, just talk a little bit about what we've been watching as we usually do before we get into that. So no fears if you haven't seen Guardians yet. We'll put up a spoiler warning before we get there. But um, yes, what you been watching? Uh, well, before we get into what we've been watching, let's talk about Blink 182. I am. We have to. I am all over the Blink-182 game at the moment. I'm did not you see at their all. Set, did you see their set list? Fuck. Did, did you see any of the live videos of them playing Cynical? Or Oh, man, I love it. I hated it. I love it. Can't wait. It sounded like dog piss. I would disagree. Tom but. sounded awful on those I think songs. Tom's sounding great. Honestly, I think they're all... I think. I mean, I feel like Tom's using autotune. Oh, he's 100% using autotune. Which I'm totally on board with. Especially on Board of Death. There was autotune like fucking crazy on that song. His pitch did not make sense at all. I think think Mark's legit, but I think Tom's definitely uh, autotuning. And I'm here for that because he is not a good singer. And uh... that's my problem with it is like he's such a bad singer that the (laughs) autotune makes it even worse for me. Because it just doesn't work with his pitch. His pitch is like, like just yeah, through a sentence of a, it's, it's like, oh. I do like it though, and I like that they seem to be having fun. That's and good. I do. I think they have good energy, and they I do. Quite, and they're having. I fun. quite like yeah. that set list. So I mean, there's definitely songs that I would like swap out for other songs, 100%. like as always. But uh, for the most part, there's enough on it that I'm like, okay. I, I was I, I know I don't think we talked about it on here, but I know you and I have spoke about it. And like I'm pretty surprised that Blink that Tom is willing to play Skiva songs. I'm very shocked, but I think that either shows A, his ego has calmed down a little bit, maybe with aging, or maybe. um B that that was part of him rejoining the group. Was that like, hey, these are part of our catalog now and people like these songs and you're gonna have to be okay with that like i think i don't know i i I see both sides of it like i think it's weird for a band to ask you know a lead singer to play other people's songs especially if skiba had a part in writing some of these songs i think that 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 makes it even harder is you're you're not only singing somebody else's lyrics but somebody that's not in the band anymore but there's also a lot of bands that go through major lineup shakeups and like they end up playing the songs you have to look look at taking back sunday yeah, great example. Like great example. half the members of that band have switched out multiple times. Like yep. it is, it is what it is at this point. Is you can't just not play six albums out of your catalog because because one person aren't not there. there. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's it's tough, right? But um, I'm glad they're having fun, and it, I'm glad like you know the the friendship and camaraderie and everything looks like it's solid on stage and everything mm-hmm. like that. They're still having a good time. They're still having fun. But like, I can't get back over how bad Tom sounds, and it's just like. I'm very disappointed that they're a they're playing a lot of arenas, which makes their sound even worse. They should be playing outdoors, um, and be like, I get it, though, because they're, they're trying to make money. So I get it. I get it, but I mean, 
the rich they don't they don't have to worry about the money aspect but um yeah more money is great i'm sure but like you're you're millionaires i mean calm down but uh also like i i think they should be playing some new tracks and the fact that we haven't really got any other new I think tracks they will. Is, is, is I think when the new album comes out they'll swap out some of the songs on the let, set list for new stuff I think but yeah probably but it's still they'll surprising. probably play three songs off of the new album when they release it yeah I hope so I, I think that's a fair balance I think three songs is perfect yeah me too I'm hoping that by the time we get to the Vancouver date we still have a bit of time we still have a month and a half so yeah I mean it's first couple days of the tour I mean we're not yeah, we're not yeah I think they're in your neck of the woods tomorrow aren't they Monday they're in Detroit? Michigan on Monday I think yeah yeah, yeah. I'm not sure um, I, I looked like I, I'm really itching for live music so I've been looking around to see what's like hitting the area over the, ne- the next you know few months and like I found like maybe seven or eight shows that I was like, oh man, I'd see that. I'd see that. I'd see that. And then I look at ticket prices. I'm like, well, you're fucking out of your mind. I'm not paying that. Like, it's just, uh, I happen. wanted to go see. I mean, I don't want to see All American Rejects, but that All American Rejects tour yeah, with, uh, tour. Yeah. who was the co headliner? Uh, I don't even remember now, but I seen, I seen the show. Uh, hold on. I can't remember who the co headline, but the opening bands were what are attractive to me because the Michigan show had starting line and motion city and motion city starting line. What Martian city and starting line. Yeah. Starting Uh, line starting to tour a little bit now too. So I'm like, I saw they did like an East coast tour and I'm like, "Ah, they don't, they'll never come to the West coast, which sucks. But right. Uh, I'm trying to look it up right now, but uh, newfound glory, newfound glory. That's what it was. Yeah. I mean, like, look, I, I think newfound glory hasn't been popular like really popular in a long time, but yeah, I mean, but it's, has almost... is all American rejects. The That's what I was just going to say. Them, they were the opening, opening band of blink 182. They didn't even get to open in front of the shitty band. Yeah. Like, they were the opener for the shitty band. That's what I'm saying is like, I didn't know all American rejects were popular enough to headline a show. Um, I haven't listened to the radio and yeah, I don't know what's that 10 years. I don't so think like, they have I... anything new or fresh. I don't know. I, I, I honestly could not tell you, but, um, I mean, their last album I listened to was like 2002. So they have something new. I'm looking right now, but it is, it's a weird lineup. I would put motion city above all American rejects. I would put starting line above all American rejects. So me too. I don't get it. And Um, get up kids are opening too. That's like the West coast has the get up kids. Yeah. I mean, get up. You get motion city, but I'm like, eh, I've seen them so many times. Not that I don't want to see them. I'd see them. If they were headlining, I'd probably go and see them. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I, we, we both love Motion City, but like again, it's a band that is touring without an album in the yeah. last decade. Like, I don't know. To me, it's we're very weird. Like, um, I'm I think everyone just wants to get out. That's like again, like talking about prices. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not advocating for higher prices. I hate the high prices too. It makes me way more selective. But yep. I also understand that all of these artists like went three years basically without being able to make any real money, and now they're like. We need to make some fucking money. I totally so, get it, but I like, get it, but it sucks. It sucks for us. I look at it more too as though, like, I think the average person, just in general, doesn't have as much money as they used to. Yeah, I mean, everything's gone up. Cost of living's gone up. Food prices mm-hmm. have gone up. Everything, so on and so forth. And so, like, I think expecting fans to pay two, three hundred dollars for tickets is absurd, especially American. Yeah. Um. As a Canadian, like I'm not paying four hundred dollars for a concert ticket. I refuse to do that. Yeah. So four hundred, I'd probably have to draw the line. Anything over two hundred, I'm very, very skeptical on. And like, even at two hundred, it would have to be a band that like I really want to see. Okay. Um. 
I think 100 is the sweet spot. Yeah. And yeah, like there's a couple bands like uh, Incubus is hitting the casino in like the summer sometime, like June or oh, something nice. like that. I've That's never seen Incubus. Good. I'm not a huge Incubus fan by any yeah. stretch, but it's I like. I was at one point, but same, not a same. huge fan, but I like them. But, like yeah. early 2000s, 2003, yeah. 2004, yeah. I, I loved Incubus, but it's a band like I like if the ticket prices were right, I'd be like, yeah, sure. I'll go see them. But like, I think they're like 75 bucks a ticket. And I was like, man, that's a little steep. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of shows hitting the hitting Detroit in the next three months, me. but it's that like, was the best part about living in Windsor was that totally. Detroit got great concerts, but it's like, all of them are pricey as fuck. Yeah. And it's like, like Paramore. I think the cheapest ticket I could find was 350 bucks. That's wild. to me. Like not paying that. Sorry. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I wasn't happy paying what I paid. I think I almost paid two hundred a ticket for Blink. Not quite. I think it was like one eighty nine or one ninety. But Canadian, Canadian, uh, American. Oh, I thought yeah. you were seeing them in Vancouver. Oh wait, no, sorry, it was Canadian. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's not bad then. Like, yeah, it's not ter- It's not great, but it's not awful. But like, yeah, com- yeah, yeah. Compared to like some shows, I'm like, okay, that's two fifty American, three fifty mm-hmm. American. Like, you know. Yeah, anyway, I see. I, I, I hope the tour goes well, and I hope when you go see them, they play everything you want to hear. But, like, I've listened to a lot of pop punk in the last couple of weeks, but, like, it's not something that where I'm, like, I probably, at this point, will never see Blink-182 again in my life. Like, yeah, that's fair. It's just, if they played, like, St. Andrew's Hall or something like that, oh, God. I would totally go. But If they played St. Andrew's Hall and I could get tickets, I would fly home for right. that. Like, I would but, intentionally like, go home for that. Big arena shows. I, I don't love arena shows myself, but it's the only, you know, avenue to access yeah. them at this point. And I really want to see them. So, I totally get it. Totally get yeah. it. I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm riding that hype machine right now. I Amen. am all over it. And I've listened to those blink bootleg albums. Like I can't even tell you like Kate's so annoyed, like that, that they're always on. So yeah, I can't do it. Yeah. I just, uh, they're just not good enough live to give any, time to they're gelling know. i'm hoping that by the time i see them they're really gelling because yeah man the tour by then so i'm hoping i, I ho- i'm hoping for you but like i live vicariously through you now i just uh they just don't do it for me anymore sadly i understand I understand. um but i've been listening to like fuck ton of uh, alkaline trio and like went back nice. to listen to some motion city went through nice. the paramore catalog like i went through all kinds of stuff just because oh. i've been feeling that era of music but um yeah, I don't have any concerts lined up right now, so sadly. We'll I see. found this new band that Cheney 180 from the Toy Migos sent me to. They're called Signal to Noise. Have you ever heard of them? No. The singer sounds a lot like Adam from Taking Back Sunday. Oh, nice. And uh, I'm quite digging it. I wasn't really the first few songs, and then like once I got like three or four in, I was like really digging it, and I'm like, oh, this is pretty catchy. I like this. Nice. I've been listening to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The album that I've been listening to is called Kodiak. But yeah, it's good. I've listened to it a few times this weekend. So I would love a new Taking Back Sunday album. Would love a new Taking Back Sunday album. I love Taking Back Sunday so much. Yeah. Kate likes Taking Back Sunday. They're so good. Um, In terms of stuff I watched, I actually did get some stuff in because I was vacationing and had time. So aside from Guardians 3, I watched Guardians 2. I watched, I, watched, uh, Gar- I watched Guardians 1 the week before we left, so I got nice. that one in. I meant to watch Guardians 2 while I was away before I saw 3, but I forgot. 
And then after I watched three, I was like, I'm going to watch two and cry when Yondu dies. Yeah, I did the same thing. <sighs> it was very sad. And I, then, I, two, two is not as good as I remember it being. Like, I think there's a lot of two. better than I remembered it being for some reason. Really? Yeah. Uh, I think the soundtrack is by far the weakest. I think the newest one's the weakest. Oh, I, feel I, like agree. Get, I think it's the strongest. I like, oh, I, I'm, I'm one, two, three for me. I, those are my preferences. But uh, One's very good. Don't get one's, me wrong. One's hard to beat. One is very good, but uh, I really like three. I thought two is by far like the my least, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think parts of two really drag. Um, mm, yeah, I can understand that. I think a I, lot of the stuff with ego drags. Yeah, I think ego is yeah. really boring at a lot of times, but um, I, agree. I love like Rocket. I think in that three. Movie, I but... think two is the weakest movie. I oh, think, by far, by far. Yeah, three with even with the holiday special. I think two holiday two. special is great. I watched that as well. So. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Um, aside from watching those, I watched Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, I love that my movie. ass off. I know, so good. So good. Love his fucking Dracula musical. It's so it's fucking good. Yeah, man. Uh, um, one of my favorite comedy movies ever. And like, man, I, I just love Mila Kunis. She's yeah. just such a fucking funny, beautiful woman that, like, yeah, man. Anyway, yeah. I love yeah, that movie. Yeah, it's a really funny movie. We, me and Kate watched it. We bought a. We bought like a uh, like a little mini projector that like you can hook up to your phone or your yep. computer, yep. and we just like hung a bed sheet over like the window at the cottage because they don't yeah, have man. a TV at the cottage, right. and we just like yeah projected it onto that and watched it on that. It Did great. it work well? Yeah, it worked great. Yeah. That's awesome. I know it was good. I'm gonna hold onto that little projector because it's small, but it worked really well. Yeah, those are um, those are handy, man. Projectors have come you... really down in price. Like you can get yeah, a. I only paid seventy cheaper. bucks for this. Yeah. It's, and, it was, it's and it works awesome. And I just connected my Bluetooth speaker to it and we just, it worked. That's awesome. Um, we watched, while we were there, we also watched Beef. Ah, I have not seen it yet. How was it? Interesting. Uh, like, I feel like it could have ended after episode six. I think there's like 10 episodes. The last got, four episodes, it's weird. I don't know. It's it okay. Got, it wasn't, I didn't dislike it. Like I, A lot of I, praise, like critically, but. Oh, wow. Well. I mean, it's, it is, it's good. Like the story's good. I just think it could have ended like way earlier. That's fair. So, like it kind of wraps up the main story on like probably like six or seven episode six or seven, and the last three episodes just kind of like drag to me. Like mm-hmm. it kind of like, opens up new storylines that kind of are built off the old ones, but then they kind of just drag. And fair. I don't know. It's fine. It's like um, uh, Ali Wong and Stephen. Uh, Stephen. Stephen yeah. 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 Um. So yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty good. Um and then I watched the new John Mulaney special. Have you seen that yet? No, I haven't. Is it oh, good? Man. It's really funny. Oh, it's all funny. about his uh time in rehab. Oh, nice. He was in rehab for two years, right? So yeah, yeah. for like cocaine and yeah, he's 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 had some problems. Yeah, he's had some pretty serious issues. So yeah, he pretty much just makes jokes about it. And hey, yeah, I'm in, I'm in for that. It's great. It's really funny. I definitely recommend it. I liked it a lot. So I liked out. it better than his last one. His last one was. I thought his last one was pretty weak. Yeah, I didn't love the last one. Yeah. I've liked all the other ones before it, but the last one I didn't really care for. Same. This new one's good. It's got like a nice rejuvenized. There's like a bit where like there's like a kid in the crowd, and like he's like, "This is not." He's like, "Do you know who I am?" And <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, he's like, well, this is not the same show that you're used to." <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, yeah, so that one's called Baby J, and it's right, good. I'll check that out. Um, and then the last thing I watched was uh, because it was May 4th, 
it's my tradition for May 4th to watch Star Wars Explains um, the canon timeline. He, right. I, I know I talked about this last year when we did the episode, but... Yeah, no, it's um, a good channel. and Everybody should pay it a visit. I mean... Everyone should watch it. It's, yeah. it he, every year on May the 4th, he puts out a full canon timeline of all Star Wars media that is canon. So comic books, you know, cartoons video games movies and Netflix. it's truncated it's not like a, a fucking six hour watch like it's it's small yeah it's a, you can... it's 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 still long it's an yeah hour it is 40 minutes. but it's consumable enough where yes. it's not yes like I, we're not asking you to watch an eight hour video correct you can pretty much get the full idea of what the fuck's like happening in that universe um yeah, yeah like it's it's educational to say yeah. the least but yeah, yeah i really I, like it and all the stuff that he added to it this year was really great so and he, and he like knows his shit like he's he he's, knows his shit he's he's on notch. top of everything too right like he's yeah he stays up to date with the books he stays up to date with the comics he stays up to date with all the shows the cartoons. yeah him and his him and his wife or his girlfriend his wife. okay yeah. his wife uh they do i think uh, it's his wife I don't i'm not sure i, I i've watched a few of their lego streams and like they'll talk like random stuff like people were asking questions in their chat and stuff like that. And they're just like right away. Like, they know they know exactly what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. It's like, Holy shit, man. These guys yeah. know their stuff. I'm pretty sure they were on, um, fuck. I can't even remember what it's called now. They used to be, uh, I don't know if it's still ongoing or not. I fell off it, but there used to be this, uh, online quiz show that another channel did. That was like, uh, fuck. I can't even think of what it's called now. I used to watch it all the time. Uh, uh, it's escaping me but they they would ask like really complex like they did like straight star wars trivia oh cool and i'm pretty sure they were on it at some point like oh, a few nice. years back but uh, i'll try to remember the channel and pimp it next week but uh uh i i, I fell off it but it was it was really really good cool yeah. yeah i love i love their channel every time anything star wars related i always go to them because i'm just like yeah they know their yeah. they, they know their they stuff. know what they're they know their shit yeah so yeah so yeah, that was what I watched in two weeks. That's what I got. Did I you got uh stuff in beef? Their new uh Star Wars, what is it, the animated thing that just came out? Is that out yet? Visions? I Visions. haven't watched it. I okay. didn't really like um Yeah, the first season, right? I didn't really love the first season of Visions, and I'm not seeing a lot of love for the second one. Fair. I didn't know. I just uh, uh I just saw that yeah. it came out or is I'm probably out. not gonna watch it only because I didn't enjoy the first season. It's also not canon, so Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's not canon. So gotcha. Um, um, yeah, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna probably pass. I mean, I may eventually put it on. We'll see. But yeah, yeah, yeah. At this um, point, kind of like eh, yeah. So I've been watching The Sopranos, and so, this is my first time through The Sopranos. So people, please don't spoil it for me. Um, I haven't seen it either. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's considered one of the best television shows ever made. It's obviously early two thousands, but I, uh, I, re- I had bought the Blu rays on a, like a really cheap uh, Prime Day sale, oh, and nice. I watched, I watched the first season, and then I like kind of, I don't know, something must have came out, or I don't know, something, and I, I jumped off of it after the first season, uh, and then I was like, you know what, I'm fucking committed. I'm gonna finish this shit up. So um, oh, nice. I started over again. I, I watched the first season, and I'm about uh, like eight, sep- eight episodes into the second season. Okay. Did you? Sorry. Um, did you say you rewatched the first season? Yeah, I did. Nice. So I'm like 21 episodes in, or 20 episodes in. Uh, it's really good. How I mean, many, it, how many seasons in total is there? Five, six, six. Okay. But the six is like it was broken in half, so I think it's longer than all the other seasons. I think it's like 10 and 10 or something like that. Mm, okay. Uh, but they're like 13 episode seasons, I think, from okay. every other season. But um, yeah, it's obviously early 2000s HBO, and um, 
it's good. It's really good. I mean, it, it's dated at times. There's obviously like, you know, people are using pagers in the first season and like <laughs> shit like that. You know, the computers are super dated and whatever. But uh, if you like like mob movies or mob, you know, sh- yeah, like it's 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 right up there as like some of the best shit. And nice. so far, I'm just really enjoying it. It's good. Um, I recommend it if, for people that haven't seen it. Again, nice. please don't spoil it for me because I don't, I don't know about anything about it. Except the, the very last episode, I know how it ends. I love like, that. Jimmy Soprano. I don't he know. Gets hit by a bus. <laughs> it's Tony Soprano, but I, I don't oh, know whatever. anything about the rest of the series. <laughs> I like so. Jimmy Soprano better. <laughs> uh, Jimmy's a good mob name. Um, Jimmy, what are you doing, Jimmy? Jimmy? Um, not really Italian. You got but, cement you know. shoes on that, Jimmy? <laughs> a lot of a lot of cement shoes talk. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, so I've been watching that. Obviously, I'm still watching all the other shows that I usually watch. I'm watching From Season 2 and s- super good. solid so far. I still have no nice. idea what the fuck's happening, but it's it's good. Um, <laughs> Succession good. Succession is almost done. I just watched the brand new episode tonight. Um, Kicking ass or what? Yeah, it's great. It's solid, super solid. It's, I, I, I'm loving the season. It's written so fucking well. Yeah, Kate's parents uh, are loving it. So good. Um, really, really funny. Really dry, but really funny. Um, nice. What else? Uh, Ted Lasso is still going, so I'm still watching that. And Yellow Jackets still going, season two on that. So, oh, how much longer is that? Seems like that's been going for a bit now. Uh, they took a week off last week, uh, so I think episode six just aired. So there's four more. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it's almost done. But um, cool. yeah, I don't know. I'm really liking it. Uh, it's like another great season. So all those shows I highly recommend. And then obviously I watch guardians. Like we talked about one and two in the Christmas special nice. and I'm replaying elder scrolls five Skyrim. Cause right now video games for me are just really hit and miss, which we're actually going to talk about next week. Cause we're going to do a video yes. game episode next week. Video game episode. So I'll talk about video games in its current place in our, we're going to go into our memories as uh, you know, early childhood. And I'm going to break out the game genie. Yeah, should man. I had I have one somewhere. Do you? Yeah, it's, it's in one of my closets. Uh, Game Genie. NES I Game Genie. It was gold. Yeah, kids today have no idea what Game Genie is, but yeah, no, they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, buddy. Um, yeah, so I've been playing Skyrim and I'm I'm enjoying it. I never finished the game because uh, my PS3 died as I was playing it the first time, and I lost sure. a 70 hour save, and I was I was not playing 70 hours of a game again. So I was like, forget it. But that was. 2011 so it's been 12 years it's time yeah so i don't really remember a lot of the game and uh i'm enjoying it it's great it holds up the ps5 nice. uh, remaster and everything and there still hasn't been a sequel to it so you know interesting yeah um but other than that i think that's about it um nice. sounds productive yeah it's been a week it's been two weeks actually <laughs> it's been two weeks yes yeah. But um, yeah, uh, weather's starting to warm up, which is nice. So yeah, we're supposed to get really warm weather next week. Yeah, it's supposed to finally feel like spring. So nice. We had nice weather when we were in the at the cottage. We were so lucky. Uh, like I was wearing shorts. Oh, that's awesome. Which is like not that's very surprising for our area. Like I could have wore shorts today, but I wore jeans. But I could have wore shorts. It was nice enough. Yeah, yeah. I I wore shorts today. It was nice. Yeah, it's it's really nice today, and it's supposed to be nice all week. So nice nice yeah. um let's get into guardians let's get into guardians of the galaxy volume you... three you putting the spoiler tag up i am we're gonna get into guardians spoilers. volume three spoilers so so if, if you, you haven't have... seen it let us spoil it for you or 
leave and come back after you've seen it. Whatever nah, you decide. Us, nah, stay. But uh, yeah, it did well this weekend. So that's it did good. very well. It's yeah, great to see. 115 million, I think, domestic. So that's, that's pretty solid. And mm-hmm. um, hopefully it continues on that path and doesn't drop off a of face of the earth like uh, Ant-Man did. But um, yeah, we can say we're both really liked it. I fucking loved it. Okay, I'm just making sure. I fuck. We haven't really talked too much about it. We yeah. talked a bit about it, but yeah, like, yeah. I, f- I saw it Thursday night. I loved it. I'm gonna go see it again this week while I'm out of town, since I'll have some nights to myself. So I'm probably gonna go another night this week and check it out again, because I just love. I loved it. I thought it was so well done. I thought it was a great send off, and I, I best movie it. since Endgame for you easily. Yeah, easily i agree yeah and i think it makes the guardians trilogy the strongest trilogy out of all the marvels out of the mcu stuff maybe not out of, maybe not beating avengers but i definitely think it's one of the strongest i would agree it is definitely one of the strongest um it's hard captain america winter yeah, soldier and civil, civil war but first but, but first avengers not amazing First, yes, 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 yes. Like Captain, like Captain America, like the first Captain. I mean, it's yeah. not bad. It's just yes. not. Uh, I would agree with that, and I would agree. Spider Man's been pretty solid, but I agree that I think Guardians. I might like Guardians better than the Spider Man trilogy. So you're probably not. You're probably not wrong. Um, yeah, I, I loved it as well, and like I, I think uh, it's easily the best movie of you know Phase Four and Five. Um, I will not be seeing it again because uh, here comes the spoiler warning. It was emotionally absolutely devastating. Uh, I cried for probably half the movie um, Mm -hmm. without getting into spoilers yet. But I mean, just be prepared. They're coming. But um, I very, very much enjoyed it. I saw the viewer count drop one. Yeah. Somebody bounced. (laughs) It's like, oh, shit. (laughs) Uh, But I loved it. And um I highly recommend it. I, I definitely think you owe it to yourself as uh, even if you, you've fallen off of the Marvel train, there's yeah. nothing in this movie that you have to have seen any of the other movies that have come out since guardians Two, really other Agreed. than, uh, this is like, very self, like this is very isolated, to very guardians. isolated, very self-contained. And yeah. other than the Christmas special, which they do touch on a little bit from it. I definitely like, would recommend going in after seeing like the Christmas special. I would, I wouldn't say it's essential viewing, but I no, think it's not. It, it definitely helps. It adds uh, like fill in the story a bit. Yep. Right. It so, adds, yeah. it adds flavor to it for sure. And yep. like, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, you got to know that like Gamora died in Endgame and everything, yes. or Infinity War, but like, um, because that's a huge part of the story. But like, none of Phase Four movies or five, Phase Five referenced. movies so far are referenced in any way. Yeah. There is no touch on other universes and any of no that Kang, shit. Like, no multiverse. No. It's all. Thing. It's I guess all the, the only multiverse thing is that uh, Gamora is not yeah. from our timeline, but. right? But they don't talk about it, and there's no references not to really. Kang in any no, way. No. So she just keeps on saying, "Like I'm not your Gamora." Gamora. Yeah. So yeah. Um. But yeah, let's dive into this, some story shit and like what you what you what you love, what you hate, what you, anything you hated. I don't know. So here's what I loved. There's there's a there's nothing I hated. There were Good. definitely a few things that had that I eye rolled, but I would say all of my dislikes are like so minor. They're so minor that like I. Most of them didn't even stick with me like sure. enough to even remember. Um, but like the things I loved, 
I loved that every single one of them, even the minor ones like Cosmo and Craglin, got a chance to shine yep. and like make an impact. I love that. I love the team aspect and I loved seeing how far they've come as a team. Like it totally. just like how smooth they all work um, together. And I would yeah, second, I mean, that. you would say I would second all that. Like that, that yeah. was, I was very shocked at how much screen time everybody got. Like, I know. And it didn't feel like forced. It didn't feel like it's definitely um, a rocket leaning movie, but like, Everybody like I, I was shocked at like um that Mantis and and um Drax Drax got as much screen time as they did considering the Christmas special was basically a forty minute Drax and Mantis story. Like, I have to say that I think Drax is the best part of this movie. Drax got a lot of screen time. He got he a lot awesome. of the com- a lot of the comedy bits. He's still a fucking awesome badass. Like in a lot of the scenes, and he got the proper send off. Like yeah. We all thought going into this that like they were gonna kill somebody major off, and we assumed it would be Drax just because of Dave Batista's, yep. you know, insistence that he won't do any more, you know, as Drax, and he won't be in any more Marvel movies. And like they, they, they held back, and they didn't, they didn't feel the need to kill him off. He got the proper send off, and he got the end of his story, which was perfect. I think one of the things it was weird because once I finished, I was, I felt so like on the line about it because I'm like. I don't know if I'm happy that no one died or if I'm upset that no one died because like, I do think it would have added a lot of weight to the story to have one of them go. Um, But the fact that they were able to wrap it up and have it emotionally, like, I don't want to say heavy, but like, and to have a, like a level of emotion to it without killing anybody, I think was really impressive. Like the feeling, the fact that they wrapped it up and like we could never see any of them again ever in the movies and like I'd be fine with it. And doing that without anyone dying, I I think is pretty cool. I think it was just a really well-written movie. Like clearly James Gunn knew what he wanted to do with with the trilogy. And, you know, despite him claiming a few things that he wasn't happy with during uh, Infinity War and Endgame that they did to the characters, like... He wasn't overly stoked with a few things in there, like uh, Star Lord being the reason that like everything is fucked up in Infinity War. Right. He, he said he didn't he really strongly didn't like that. Um, killing off Gamora definitely like kind of changed off. I think a little bit of what he had planned, but but he did so well with this. He did it perfectly. Like it, yeah. it brought the right amount of tension for all the characters. They all have a story arc. They all are learning something about themselves, working as a team, and like it just works. It doesn't feel gimmicky. It doesn't feel, um, you know, tied together in a way that was like cringy in any way. Like it, it just it works. Yeah, everybody gets their moment, and everybody's like has their ups and downs and their peaks and valleys, and it, it just it it works. Yeah, I agree. It was so well balanced. It was just. Yeah, there's nothing really negative to say. Like, I hated Groot's I Love You Guys. I did too. I hated it. I was like, that's fucking lame. Cringiest shit. Yeah. That was the only, that that was the cringiest scene in the movie. Me me too. I thought that was the cringiest too. Because I was just like, really? Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's a, now, I mean, we're obviously deep in spoiler territory here. But like, um, the animal stuff really, really affected me. Like, um a lot of the movie obviously involves the origins of rocket and 
how he became like the talking walking raccoon that he is and like it was very very sad a lot of it it fucking like almost every flashback with rocket made me cry almost every single one not all of them did for me but there were definitely a few in particular obvious ones where you know again we're talking spoilers so um like the parts where like so like you know, he makes all these different friends. There's like a walrus and an otter and a rabbit and him. And they're like kind of like cellmates basically. And they're trying to just like make the best of their shitty situation. And, and they all uh, have like these aspirations of living a life outside and not being in their yeah. cage together. And like they basically, this is like the origins of him wanting a team around him. And yeah, his family. Right. Yeah. And yeah. it fucking broke me. Yeah. Well, when High Evolutionary kills all his friends, I was just like, Ooh. man, talk about a great villain, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, Jesus. Like, easily the best villain since Endgame. Oh, yeah. He was fucking great. He you hated so him the entire movie. Yep. He did exactly what he was supposed to do. You wanted them to overcome this fucking asshole. And yeah, like, it, I understand what they were doing. And like, it's an easy manipulation hurting animals. Of course, you're going to like fucking hate the villain. But um yeah it just it just like this is a movie like matt's talking about seeing it again next week i i i can't bring myself to go see this movie again i don't know if i'll ever watch this movie again even though i loved it it was just i don't want to sit there and cry for an hour it's very heavy it's very dark at times yeah and like this is not a movie to bring a young kid to yeah i i i would agree with that i i I, i'm kind of arguing with my wife because she keeps saying oh i read that it's so graphic and there's like all this mutilation of animals. I'm like, well, it's all implied. Like nothing. You don't actually see anything. It's, it's all implied. implied. It is dark. There, It is dark for sure. It's, it's the dark darkest movie. Guardians movie we've got. It's the darkest Marvel movie. Yeah, probably is. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's cursing in this movie that. Yeah. Most of these that was a great. Cur- that was a great F-bomb too. Yeah, it was. Over the like, fucking door. <laughs> it was not. It was not something I expected them to actually be able to do in, in, the, in the MCU um there's a lot of comedic moments and like a lot of funny funny moments and like they all worked for me like none of nothing fell flat for me like i thought the whole movie was hilarious but like the dark moments definitely like i cried a lot my eyes hurt by the end of the movie because i had cried so much during the movie um and like yeah i would not bring a young kid to like anybody under the age of like 10 i would probably would say like you're gonna have a hard talk with your kids after this movie about like life and death and the loss of loved ones and how you deal with that and like it is it is going to be a rough movie for young kids it was um there was a few moments that hit me like really hard that i didn't expect to hit me really hard like there's a big chunk of this movie where like basically rocket's like dead or dying yeah he's in a and, coma like, like the inter- yeah so basically what happens is the person who made him kind of puts like a kill switch in him so basically like if you ever try to do anything like medical to like try to save his life tampering with them in any way yeah yeah it's just basically like tampering with somebody else's science project so it just basically self-destructs and kills itself so they rockets injured in a battle from a battle and they're trying to like get these codes to like bypass the kill switch and like that's what they spend kind of a good chunk of the movie trying to do so rockets like basically dead for like a good portion of the movie first and 90 minutes yeah, yeah yeah so 
Um, but yeah, the part where like he gets back to life and Nebula hears his voice, man. And then like she breaks down. It's like she's oh, like the hardest motherfucker. And then like she breaks down. Like I fucking bawled. Oh yeah. I was... As soon as she started crying, I was like, <laughs> yeah. It's it's so weird how much fictional characters can like mean to you. Totally. But like the art of good storytelling to me is like making you care about characters that yep. you know aren't real. You know this yep. is a talking raccoon it's in like the movie. It's like even silly. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like you're crying over a talking raccoon who likes to shoot people with guns. Yeah, like... but like that whole movie, I was like, if they fucking kill Rocket in this movie, I am going to ball. Like I am going to ball uncontrollably. And like I didn't expect them to do it, but I also didn't expect them to kill all his animal friends. Like I thought... I figured they'd kill the animals. Well, at first I was like, oh man... Like, as soon as I seen all his little buddies, I was like, they're going to fucking kill these animals and I'm going to be devastated. I don't want to like these animals because I know that it's coming and I'm going to be yeah. broken. But then I also thought, like, look, these are all, like, science experiment creatures. Like, there might be a way where, like, they can kill them but bring them back to life through right. some kind of technology or, like rack rocket figured out a way to like make them look dead and it was like a big scheme and, and at the end he was gonna have them you know he set them free somehow or something along those lines and it's like yeah, yeah. no that, that, that you get no happy ending with these creatures like it's they're gone and that's what brought rocket on his journey of like yep. he's kind of an asshole and he doesn't really want a team around him and that's why he pushes people away is that's why he doesn't want to talk about it too right because it's yeah, obviously it's ways devastating him. yeah he feels yeah. responsible for these creatures and he was freeing them at, and and then they all got killed. And like, that's why he's so hesitant to have loved ones. And, and yep. um, I definitely thought that we were going to get a scene with him and Groot getting like, like when he met Groot at yeah. some point during these flashbacks and the fact that we yeah, didn't get that. I was, yeah. So like, maybe that's for the sequel. Maybe. Um, you know, they want to save some kind of story arc there, but um, yeah, like it, it I loved it. And um, as sad as it was, like I loved learning about rocket and I thought it was really well done. Like I loved every aspect of that. Like it all made yeah. sense. It was all like, I didn't think anything was gimmicky or like cringy in that. Like I thought it was all really good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I liked it a lot. And honestly, like there's very little in it that didn't work for me. Everything worked for me. I liked how we start with like Quill just drinking himself to death basically over Gamora. And I like the progression of trying to get, through to the new Gamora as he kind of works alongside her. And it just like, I feel like it was like a really good continuation of Quill's character. I'm My like, only problem with, with like the, the Quill drinking thing, which made sense, but like, it just felt very Thor ish, like Thor yeah. kind of losing his way and, and, you know, becoming this like fat slobby alcoholic, but like, um, it worked for the character because I understood where they were coming from, but uh, well, and they wrapped it up pretty quick. It wasn't yeah. like an overhanging thing. Like no, you know, within twenty minutes, it was kind of resolved, right? We didn't right. go back to him being like a boozer at that point. Like just yes, yeah. But yeah. I like how they were kind of like that whole opening bit is just like a joke, right? Because it's like yeah, uh, Quills fucking killed himself drinking again. All right, let's fucking go and clean him up, and the guardians yeah. all go in and just pick him up. And <laughs> yeah, totally. It's like, um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I liked all that too. And like, how did you feel about Adam Warlock through this movie? Because like, I going into it, I really thought I was going to hate him and I didn't hate him. I don't think he got as much screen time as I expected him to get. Like, I don't think he was a big enough part of the plot where I was like... Yeah, I didn't expect him to be a big part of the plot, really. I mean, I personally didn't. I don't know. Like, I didn't dislike him. I, yep. I thought like, he played really, it well enough. 
it's not that I don't think like for me the I have the when I look at him, all I hear is don't go chasing waterfalls from Meet the Millers. That's all I all I can see. Right, like right. and it's like I just it's it's one of those times where like I, I just cannot separate the actor from yep. the role. Like I just I see him and like all I hear him do is do his little TLC waterfalls yeah. rap in the middle, like when he's in Meet the Millers, right? No, and I'm no. just like I can't look past. I just I can't get past it. So yeah, it's I don't not even a thing with the character because I don't even have attachment to the character. Like I know no, either do I. But I don't. I don't, I don't think it was the right actor like actor um, choice to play Adam Warlock. I like that was what took me away from it in all the trailers and everything like that as well. Like uh, I just think it was the wrong choice of actor. But watching the movie, I felt like he did an all right job with yeah, it. Like he uh, served his purpose. He yeah. did what he needed to do. He moved the story forward. And like even the, going back to Quill drinking, right? Like you know. If Quill wouldn't have been fucking drunk Never. and yeah. yeah, basically inebriated to the point where he could help out, maybe Rocket wouldn't have been in the situation he was in. So like, right? Yeah, it was okay. Um, I liked it. I liked it enough. I didn't dislike the role. I just had yeah. a hard time accepting that he was the one playing the character. So, and I think he got a good enough character arc where, um, like, I mean, again this is kind of ruining the after credit scene, but we, we find out the next team of, of guardians and obviously yes. he's, he's going to be a part of it. And so um, I think the character progression enough, he'll kind of fill that Drax role yeah, of like, kind of not very knowledgeable about human interaction and not yes, very knowledgeable absolutely. about like, and he's the muscle too, right? So and he's a go. big muscly, you know, guy. Like I think he'll definitely fill that Drax role and I think it will work. Yeah, true right? that. Um, I enjoyed him. I, I, I can't say like it was something where I was like, "Ooh, this this doesn't work at all." Like it, it was a small it enough worked. part of the movie where it worked, and it worked enough that it made sense how the uh, what are those people called? I can't. The sovereign, the yeah. gold people that he's part of, the sovereign. It, it was a good way to like incorporate them into the story as being like beings that high evolutionary created. So it was like a cool tie in there, right? Like, yeah, you know. Yeah. It made so, sense yeah. for everything that worked for the rest of the, like rest of the, the villain rest of arc it. and the rest of the the uh, rocket arc and it, like it all gelled together in a well enough way where yes. uh, it felt a little egoish like the whole plan of like creating this utopia world. But sure. um, I, it's funny that you say that because I didn't actually even notice that until you just said that. But, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's very similar in plot to like the second movie, but I think everything is done better. I think it's a better villain. I think it's I a agree. way more exciting movie. Yeah, all um, the action scenes are really good. It's way funnier. Like there is so man, many tracks beating people up is just like yeah, it's so much fun he's to watch. Fucking brutal, man. He yeah. just beats the fuck out of people, and yeah. it's just like it's awesome. It's so awesome. It's so fun, and like, um, I love like the James Gunniness of this movie. Like all the weird creatures, and like, yeah. uh, it just it made me laugh. Like, maybe that's like my weakness for Marvel movies is because that's what all I also loved about Ant Man and uh, the Wasp Quantumania was like all the random creatures and shit on the planet yeah. or in the quantum realm. But, um. I loved it in this movie too. Like the actual like earth, fake earth or whatever the fuck it yeah. was with all yeah, the weird like animal creatures. Like, animal I, people, I loved it. Yeah. yeah. I thought that whole thing, like that whole planet thing was awesome. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, that was fun. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, 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 trying to drive the car was funny too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it, it all worked and it all like really like made me laugh. Like just seeing the giant panda cutting using the lawnmower on his on his grass like i fucking yeah. started cracking up because i was just like it's not something i would ever expect to see but like 
from the mind of James Gunn, like it just works and his sense of humor just tickles my funny bone. Like I just like the way he writes and the way he thinks like it's exactly my type of humor. Yeah. Um, So we end with, we end with the guardians kind of breaking up in the sense that Quill decides he's going to go, go back to earth and like spend time with his grandpa because he's like decides that like, you know, it's time to stop running away from his past or whatever. Well, Mantis kind of convinces him of that, yes, right? Mantis like, convinces him, yes. The Man- lily pad. The, right. The, the, yeah. The reference to like being a learning to swim or whatever. Yeah. No, I, I mean, like him knowing that Mantis is his sister now and like her kind of convincing him that like he may still have other family on earth and like he shouldn't be running away from them. He should be using the, the time he has to enjoy them before they're gone. And, um, you know, he kind of hold, makes a whole joke about like his grandpa would be like 90 something years old and most people only live to 50. And then Mitch is saying like, oh, so you don't got long left. Like <laughs> and he's like, I'm not 50. Like what the hell? Like maybe just because I just turned 38. Like that it just made me laugh. Like I was like, oh, fuck, I am almost 50. Like, it's coming down the line. Like, fuck me. But um yeah, it, it just he he does that, and then Mantis decides that after you know doing everything for Ego, and then flipping to Guardians and doing everything for Guardians, she wants to take time to do stuff for herself. And I then, think she'll be back. Oh yeah, I well the, the way I, the thing that's nice about the way they ended this is like anybody can come could, back, anybody. And yeah. like the thing is, is you could go ten years down the line and need a home run and be like, let's bring the OGs back. Totally. I don't think Dave Batista will come back. Like, I think he's pretty set in his ways. Know. Yeah, you never know. I, I, I mean, every, I mean, look, uh, Hugh Jackson. Money talks, man. Money Jackson talks. Jackson said that he wouldn't come back to play exactly. Wolverine. Like, exactly. Robert Downey Jr. said he won't come back to play Iron Man. I have a feeling at some point down the line, if they offer him $40 million, he'll come back and he's, play Iron Man. Yep. Like, yep. Dave Batista, same thing. Like, if, if they need him for something, I'm sure that he'll do it if they need yep. to. But, like, same as even, Zoe yeah, Whoa, yeah. Nike boy. Nike boy. Long time no see, brother. How how you doing, buddy? Um, We're talking Guardian spoilers, so if you don't want to know, yes, yes. If you don't want to know sorry. any Guardian spoilers, I apologize, but I hope you do and stick around. Um, yes. Yeah, they could they could bring anybody back and like, uh, fucking Peter Quill there. Fucking I can't. I'm so bad with names. Why do why do names escape me as soon as I go to say the name? Chris it's like, Pratt. Chris Pratt. Um, he had he he just recently mentioned like he would be willing to come back if the story's um, right if the story's right and they get the right director and yeah. that's the weird part is like who is the right director moving yeah. forward like that's such a hard thing to say it has to hit the right tone and like somebody to come in and fill <laughs> James Gunn's shoes is just such a tall order yeah i mean the thing is the one thing i hope they don't do is i hope whoever comes in to take over for james doesn't try to do what he did no i I don't think is is you're never going to be able to and on that note i have to say that if james gunn is going to put out this type of material at this level and this quality man marvel studios better sharpen those pencils because like but the problem is he's going to kick ass if if he's bringing that to dc my problem with it though is like how do you i mean this is way off topic of guardians but how do you fit that tone and that comedy style into superman like totally superman is like serious and boring and but he he can be that but everything around it doesn't have to like that's the thing is like he's so good at he's so good at working with different types of personalities different like 
even look at the the guard the core guardians team and how different they all are to one another and look at how well he marries all those bits together but i also think guardians is set up in a way where you can add weird shit to it and it makes sense just because like hey we're out in space and we're just doing we're going to these random planets and like yeah. i don't know the source material of guardians well enough where i can say like one for one the comics and the movies are like you know right there like they're not, they're not. i know i know they've made changes but yeah. like i know there's elements they've taken and elements they've left yeah, which i think is. any good adaptation does right is you have to be adapting for the medium that you're using and like not everything carries over well we saw that with last of us not everything yes. can carry from a video game to a show yeah totally exactly. fine um superman doesn't have those like like i don't know where you fit it that kind of comedy and tone into superman now maybe that he's not going for that comedy and tone maybe he's like yeah it doesn't know, need to be silly like it can no. just have like but like that's that's like, what like he's great at like peacemaker yes, worked because he made john cena be a silly fucking character that was super rated r and like i don't know what you add to superman to make it have that kind of comedy or tone like i i just don't think it works for that that character in any way i just like, think i just think though when i think of dc movies and when i watch dc movies i always am like what an unorchestrated mess this is like yes I feel like nothing works together and it's just like all these worlds collide and like none of it really gels and none of it really feels authentic. And I feel like James Gunn does a great job at making all these different components work together in a way that just really feel authentic and like, you know, legit. Right. And I totally uh, agree. Totally agree. And like, do you know how hard it is to get a trilogy out that all is cohesive and flows and like, look what we've seen with star Wars yes you know, totally to make a good trilogy of movies is very difficult to do there's always one that's really bad usually yep. like yep. it's just the way it is and um he's really really like everything he's done so far i love i'm sorry but like the suicide squad was great suicide squad um, was great all the guardians movies obviously great peacemaker the show great i have all the faith in the world I, in watch that. I didn't watch peacemaker oh you got you gotta watch it it's fucking phenomenal i know um, i like john cena as him and uh suicide squad so Dude, you're gonna laugh your ass off at that movie. It's it's right up our alley of comedy, and like you'll nice. you'll find it so fun. It's, and it's R, like it's it's way more adult than this. So yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, like I, I'm very very interested to see what he does with in DC, and like I really hope that he's given the bandwidth to do what he wants in yeah, DC, like, and they don't get like... a first bomb, and then they go, well, we're pulling the plug on that. See ya. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. that's what I'm worried about, but um. All the stuff he did in Guardians, like I love, I love the way he sets characters up, and I love the weirdness of like his character designs, the alien designs, like whether that's all his doing or if he just has the right team behind him. Like I have faith mm-hmm. that he can bring that to DC and really have a, a style and tone that works. That's yeah. very different than what Zack Snyder did in the DCU. You know? Yes, I agree. Um, but like yeah like i loved all his random alien planets when they go into that like organ style planet thing <laughs> oh that was so gross it's, it's like gross looking oh, they're, they're and like then drax cut... gets stuck when he goes <laughs> it looks like drax is getting given birth to into this like planet and like <laughs> all the like random like suits of armor that all look like this like flubby like i don't know it it, it yeah. all made sense yeah, and, and it, it all worked like weird like microorganisms like... yeah yeah. yeah, I love that ongoing joke with the main 
the main like general guy of that group and he's like i, I hate this guy too my... <laughs> he's, he talks about having like a dumb person that works for him and every yeah. time he comes across him he's like i have one of those guys boss too. boss's <laughs> nephew boss's nephew yeah um and then like uh everything with peter like thinking he's like kind of a ladies man and can like get his way with uh, this the receptionist too. and like he's just slowly trying to prove uh to Gamora that like he's this like ladies man kind of thing but uh nike boy who all dies uh nobody really no one dies none of the main cast die, none um, of the main cast die. we we do get as i was talking about earlier we do get a lot of uh animal friends dying of rocket. of rocket but yeah. that's all in flashbacks and it was very emotional like i yes. i bawled a lot but um it's a proper send-off for all the characters and, and we didn't yeah. lose anybody so they're all clearly welcome back at some point if they choose to come back that's what we kind of said before you came on nike where i was uh i was saying like at the end of it i couldn't i i don't know if i was like happy that they all stayed alive or sad that no one died but then once i kind of put it into perspective i was like this was a great send off for all of them and you didn't have to kill anybody to make it feel authentic and to make it feel like emotional. Like yep. it still felt emotional. He was able to uh, capture that without killing someone. So I'm like, in some ways I'm like, I guess I should be happy of that because if something happens down the line where they want to bring one or any of these characters back, it's an option. It looks really? like we're going to continue the story of star Lord. Cause the po the second post credit scene basically confirms that the legendary star lord will be back my guess is they're going to keep him on earth my guess is avengers king dynasty yeah i feel like uh it would be interesting to see him on earth instead of in space because kind of yeah. changes up the setting a bit and you could probably do a little bit different something different with that i think it brings the like techie iron man side to to star lord like i think yeah he always is relying on like, you know, rocket boosters and shit on his yep. shoes and like, you know, guns and all this weird alien tech and like not maybe having that available on earth makes like his, his choice is a little different, but who knows? Like yeah. this world is weird now that all the space shit has infiltrated our planet. So um, who knows? But like, I would like to see like, even um, I, I assume it's going to be Kang dynasty that he's in, but like, yeah. even if after that, like he doesn't do another, he's not part of the guardians movies and he's like, maybe he guest stars in like somebody else's thing. Yeah. Like, something. Yeah. 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 Like a Spider-Man movie. And he's just there or like, whatever. Honestly, like, I'd be fine with a star Lord movie. Like I like yeah, Chris totally. Pratt as star Lord. I think he plays the character so well. So like, I I'm, agree with I'm you I'm there. I'm there for that. If they want to do it, I'm there for that. I don't yeah. necessarily love Chris Pratt as a, like, no, either do as I. a whole, but as Star Lord, I think he does a great job. I, I'm I'm less compelled to see, even though that final version of Groot in the first second uh, after credit scene, like yep. when they kind of introduce the new Guardians team. So basically, the new Guardians team is Rocket, Groot, Cosmo, Kraglin, Adam Warlock, and one of the young kids that they rescued from High Evolutionary's world, which in the comic books I believe is meant to be Moon Dragon. Who no, is it's, it's, is Drax's uh, daughter? Yeah, it's not Moon Dragon though. It's uh, Phyla. I think that's Moon Dragon though. Pretty sure that's Moon Dragon. No, she has a romance with Moon Dragon. Uh... It's Phyla Vell, or I don't know. If I'm yeah, I don't know if right. I'm pronouncing that right, you are, but I think you are. Uh, she has. She's uh, uh, LGBT character that uh has a relationship with drax's daughter in the comics 
Oh, uh, okay, that's what it is. Okay, there you go. Uh, which yeah, is Moon, Moon Dragon, Dragon is Moon Dragon is Drax's daughter. In the yes, comics. there we go. Okay. So yeah, so that's the new the new team. So. I, which I like, like I lo- I thought they did a really good job with Cosmo in this movie. Just Me too. I love the whole bad dog joke that went yeah. through the whole fucking thing. That was so fucking funny. But he called me a bad dog. Yeah, and like <laughs> Cosmo wasn't even a huge part of the movie, but it was there for the perfect like Craglin kind of yeah. team up. Just how yeah. they do like Drax and Mantis. Like it was a perfect yeah. little team up there where I was like at that very end where he's trying to hold it and she's like she's a good dog. Yeah, <laughs> the fact that like Craglin has like a little buddy now is like perfect. Like I think that yeah. was a perfect team up. Uh, I like that they brought Yondu for that little piece too. For uh, I told you he'd be back in some kind of scene. I, I told think, you. I didn't think, but it's cool to see that he's back for Craglin this time instead of Peter, which was totally. Nice. And like there's Craglin learning to control the arrow and st- stuff. Like I, I, I loved it. I thought it was again it was... talk about a great opportunity to let one of these guys really shine. And it was cool because he got to do it multiple times. Yeah, right? totally. He got to do it multiple times and. The second time he did it, where like he successfully did it, it's still like it worked. So he was like so proud of himself because it yeah. worked. But then it ultimately was just like, bink! Yeah. <laughs> like didn't do anything, and he's like, ah, oh, fuck. But yeah. then the next time he gets to do it, it's it it changes everything, right? And he ends up like kind of like saving the day. So it's like, yeah, it's so cool to have that. Um, yeah, he got like, that. He got that arc again. Like that good like send off, right? Yeah. yeah, and like. That's what I'm saying is like everybody kind of has a buddy and now Cosmo and Craiglin are kind of buddies. You know, you got Rocket and Groot, you got Mantis and Drax. Like, yeah, Mantis and buddy. Drax still to this totally. still are the best. But right? I love and that it wasn't forced. Like I, you saw yes. that like kind of romantic pairing happening and you're like, oh, fuck, this is going gonna, is gonna to end up like in this cringy, like forced romantic thing. And it wasn't that. It was like they're good friends and Drax was disappointed. She wanted to go off. But like, yeah. It, it wasn't like this forced romantic pairing and it worked. I thought it was, it just worked. I thought it worked really good too. I was just actually, it's funny because um, I was on, I did a, like a pre-recorded episode of between two Sentinels with Matthew toy and Jay shot last night. Like yes. I recorded it for um, the 17th of May. Yep. And we kind of talked about guardians a bit because like by that point, it'll have been out for a few weeks. Right. So sure. um and one of the things that we kind of talked about was like Drax and Mantis's relationship. And I was saying how like, it's fun because it's, it was even present in, in volume two, right. Where like, yeah, they're kind of sitting there and uh, Gamora comes up and she's like, what are you guys talking about? And she's like, I'm learning all kinds of things. Like I'm a pet and I'm ugly. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm ugly. And then at, by the end though, he's like, you're beautiful on the inside. On the inside. I yeah. like how when she like tries to come on to him and he's just like, Oh yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> When he when he thinks she's climbing into bed with him or whatever, yeah, yeah, no, like it, it's that perfect. Like you can tell there there's a little bit of a romantic hint there, but it's also like just this like friendship that like We're just friends, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it works. Like I, I I don't know, I I'm glad nothing was forced. Larry batteries, we could, yeah, <laughs> that's not what they're called at all. Yeah. Um, they're called harbulary batteries. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> it's great and we get those creatures back which was a good callback yeah, that like, was great too. yeah. mantis yeah. can control them with through her touch kind of but he, she realizes that they just want to eat batteries they don't want to eat people <laughs> that's great oh, man. Um, but yeah everybody got the proper send-off and like i'm very glad that we get the next team up like we can get a guardians 4 movie we can get a spin-off for star lord and maybe we even get like a, a mantis spinoff of some sort like maybe it turns into a disney plus show or maybe yeah. 
she comes back to help you know the guardians or who knows mm-hmm. but like that's always an option that like if if uh what palm clementine wants to come back like, any of those characters yeah. if they came back i'm in like i i just i love them right i i'm less compelled about the new guardians team although i will say that that big ass Groot in that last final scene was fucking awesome he looks just yeah. like in the comic books yeah totally totally looks so imposing and just big and scary and and, and, and we got like the proper peter gamora send off too like totally even that i like that they i like that he didn't end with them being together like i like that yeah gamora, she's a different person and i like that it kind of shows that she goes back to the ravengers so like yeah for anybody who isn't is in here and hasn't seen it like gamora this new gamora like is like the leader of the ravengers or like she leads it with sylvester stallone's star hawk or whatever his name is yep and uh it's cool because like at the end when like the guardians are all together and like embracing each other as family or whatever we see that like she has that with them too right so it's like you know it is still she still does kind of have that side even this different version it's just not with the guardians it's with the ravengers instead right so yeah and like i like that a lot again it wasn't a forced romantic like oh they kiss at the end and everything's that's the thing i i expected him to finish with them being together and i'm so glad that they didn't so that peter kind of gets over it realizes that she's a different person and like it's not his gamora and gamora basically tells him like you know i loved helping you guys and like i understand kind of your side of things now like she has that kind of character arc of like coming back down to earth and she's not just this badass avenger but like I'm not your Gamora. Like I have different desires and like my love for you is, is pl- purely platonic or whatever. Yeah. And like, that's totally fine too. And like, it worked out well. And, um, that whole bit when they're using like the comm lines or whatever, yeah. <laughs> like blue is red is... and the red is yellow and the green is orange. Yeah, and, why would you uh, how would I ever know that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was so funny. He thinks that he's talking to just Gamora on these like headsets. And this like and really then, like, deep he's... romantic conversation. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like Drax is like, we can hear you. You know, everybody can hear you, Peter. <laughs> Why would you tell me that way before I had a 10-minute dialogue with Gamora? Yeah. It's great. Um, oh, I love so that they brought funny. back the Zargnut thing. Oh, and... God, the Zargnut thing was so fucking funny. Yeah. Can I have a Zargnut? There's no more. <laughs> it's just that Drax, that Drax Mantis like pairing just works so well. They just oh, have so such good. a playful, like, comedic timing thing that that i love it man i love it so much and i love the dynamic between mantis and nebula too and like how like he i love nebula this whole movie i love me too nebula was fucking great she was so good she's was she not part of the new team she wasn't part of the new team but remember her and drax stayed on to like rebuild nowhere or whatever right right? that was the plan was i think she'll be back in some way too i do too yeah she's just too good of a character she's a great actor too man yeah yeah so um but yeah no i i like i said i i loved it um and i i just hope we get a bunch of uh, more movies like i don't know who you could get to direct this stuff it's gotta have it's gotta have a different tone though they can't just keep doing yeah, like the, the music beats and the, i agree it, like you need to change to, it up it needs yeah. to feel different it has to have a different style and a different thing i think it i think it will I, honestly i think we'll see star lord before we see the guardians again and i'm fine with that I so, do too. I think yeah. I think the Guardians need to rest for like yeah, I a, do too. Like phase six, phase seven, something like that. Yeah. Like bring it back. You can wait a while. Maybe you can even bring them back to help out with Kang Destiny, their dynasty, whenever that happens. Well, I think I, I honestly don't even know if you need the Guardians as much as like Peter's the main star or side star of that movie. But like yeah. I think 
after that like it would make way more sense to bring back when like mutants are a thing and like you get that whole like cosmic shit going on with x-men and like all that yeah. stuff like i could totally see them bringing back guardians then but like i don't know do you need a phase six guardians movie no yeah i mean the thing is is they're gonna have their hands full already with shit so it's gonna well be... i mean we ha- we're, we're running a little bit long than we normally do but like this writer's strike is yeah, definitely gonna slow push everything down yeah. a lot of stuff but yeah. that might be a good thing i agree I agree. I think, well, I also heard that Feige is refocusing his time to be put into the movies and stuff. Like, I, I read that he's like more involved right now because of just how everything's been going, and so which I think is that's, good. I think that's good. I think yeah. you know uh, the writer strike is going to give them time to properly manage everything and slow yeah. things down to a point where. You know, I'm not saying drip feed, but I'm definitely saying like we don't need seven shows a year. Like, like yeah. let's actually focus on what's good, what's quality. Let's hey, make sure I'll take I'll take seven shows a year if they're good. I just yeah, don't want sure. the level we've but been getting. Like, it's I not think, the it's not necessarily the quantity, it's the quality, right? And it's just I think this gives them time to make out... sure special effects are top notch and yeah. they're not rushed. And I feel like that's a lot of com- people's complaints about the last like this movie was perfect. I didn't have yes, any complaints I about agree. this movie. But like See, the thing is, like, I don't even like I do think the CGI was worse in Ant-Man than other things, but like the CGI is never bad enough to take me out of it. And like to me, at the end of the day, I can handle some not as good CGI if the story works. The problem is, is like nothing is feels important anymore. Like, but this is what I'm saying, too, is like with writers being on strike, obviously they're not working on things right now, but this gives yes. people time to go. But hey, the head need- people can be working on stuff well, right i mean they'll still need the writers to do the work but i mean the fact of the matter well, is they, could is look they at, can look at something and be like right this is why this doesn't work this is why this doesn't work exactly it doesn't have to saying. be like we have to figure out how to keep moving ahead now there's a exactly a we have a we have here, a right we have a beat where we can yeah. review scripts and go yeah. that doesn't work yeah when we end this strike we need to get writers back on this script to make sure that this is this is up to like, this shit up. yeah and you know, we're we're hearing that Secret Invasion is uh hour long episodes, six episodes. It's already in the yeah. bank. Um, the whole Jonathan Majors like issues going on with yes. recasting that character and everything like that. Well, Loki's already locked, Loki's done, it's filmed, yeah. and he's in Loki. So um do we do we get that recasting? Well, now they have time to figure out okay what to do. What are we gonna to do? do? Uh, if he's going to court or there's a trial or whatever the fuck's going on, this gives it a beat to let that happen. And yep. all right, we're definitely going to get delays. Like I blades already been like, it was in filming. They're saying yep. like sh- shut down, like until yep. the strike's over. So blades going to get pushed again, like guaranteed. Yeah. It's going to be a phase six. Movie. Yeah. Like, it doesn't ne- sound like they're in a rush to fix the issue either. It seems like, like from what I've been reading, it's like a lot of the stuff I've been reading online is saying like, this strike's going to be around for a little bit. So, well, like last strike when it happened in what I think it was 2007 or 2008. Yeah. Um, we got a shit ton of reality shows to cover up the holes of everything missing. And I assume this is what you're going to get is this fall. There's not going to be a lot of new shows launching. It's going to be a lot of reality television on all services, not just TV, right. but like Netflix, Disney plus, you're going to see reality show fucking mayhem. Yeah. And um i know for a lot of people that's a bad thing i love reality shows so that's fine for me but um like i said it will give them time to figure out what the fuck they want to do 
put, this is also going to push all the stuff that DC is announced to. So yeah, true. It's take them longer to get started. That's a bummer. Yeah. So but, I would expect next year to be very light on, on a lot of stuff. Yeah, probably. Um, depending how long this goes. I mean, if they finish it, you know, in the next few weeks or something like that, then maybe not as much, but I think in 2007, I want to say it went for like three months yeah, and there was like a big hole for, I'm not looking forward. I mean, I'm already missing my late night shows. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't missing. I don't watch them alive. I'll, I'll watch. I them only too. watch um, like the monologues and like yeah. I don't really watch the interviews as much unless there's ones that are sure. I I, I watch bits and pieces here and there, but I, yeah. don't, I don't. I watch monologues pretty much every night for Seth Meyers and uh, Stephen Colbert and um, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel. Sorry, Jimmy Kimmel. Fallon. Yeah. I don't like Fallon either, but I don't like Fallon. Uh, Nike Boy, uh, Mindhunter is not coming back. <laughs> I wish, because I, I love that show. I think that show was phenomenal, but uh, Netflix officially canceled it like a few weeks oh. ago. And uh, is Mindhunter a, a reality show? No, it's uh, about the start of the FBI uh, criminal profiling in the 70s for serial killers. Oh. Gotcha. It's on Netflix. It's got two seasons. David Fincher was like uh, the director and lead producer on it. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's not coming back. They officially canceled it and said it's done. It's, it was way too high budget and uh, they not said enough, you're dead. But not enough you're people dead. watched it. So sadly, I love Mindhunter. I wish it would come back, but maybe, maybe down the line, maybe you know, five years from now or something, Fincher decides he wants to bring it back but i also wish fincher would go back to movies like i love david fincher so we'll see but um yeah so next week we are definitely going to do a whole little video game video thing games. about childhood memories of video games stuff that got us into video game stories from genies up up down down left right a b start yeah hell yeah um so that's what we're going to do for next week and then we're going to kind of play it loose and fast and loose with uh the next few weeks that's my nickname uh yeah well me fast and loose um we're gonna cover uh always sunny season 16 oh, yeah. uh june, right? start of june it's coming out that'll be the the first week i'm back that first that week the saturday before that comes out i'll be in anaheim so i won't be able to do the show okay but the well, week uh the the like we can cover that first week because i'll be back that that saturday so. beautiful and then yeah. uh secret invasion starts the end of june so that will be kind of that but like we'll have a i don't know next two weeks or so yeah we'll figure uh, something you we'll know, just have random topics and then you know we'll jump back into stuff but okay. it's been a while since we've had off weeks where we didn't have yes. shit to cover so yes that's good though it's fun sometimes that's good we'll do some music stuff we'll do some yeah. video game stuff we'll do some other stuff maybe yeah. we'll do another show where we watch something we haven't seen before that we get ridiculed for not seeing and sure 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 we'll always take I, actually um as i was watching trailers for uh from guardians like yep. at the theater, like in the theater. Yep. That new Indiana Jones movie actually looks pretty good. Like I'm going to, I'm probably going to, I might actually end up seeing it because uh, I was like, Oh, this actually looks minorly compelling to me. No. So I might do it. I, might, I, I might do it. don't think that movie looks good. I don't think that movie's going to be good. <laughs> I don't think I can bring myself to watch more Indiana Jones. I really don't. I'm going to see. I'm going to see. As we get closer, when you guys were talking about it on uh, that Ernie show, show? That, Ernie show, yes, yeah, the, that you're on. Yeah. Uh, I, the whole time I was just like, God damn it, Matt, you're being way too kind right now. That movie was dog shit. <laughs> um, uh, that's funny. Oh, 
Ooh, look at oh. we get an extra promotion. That's fun. Um, speaking of that, on Monday, this coming Monday, I am on a Toy Talk with the Toy Daddies. Ooh, Toy Daddies. <laughs> that sounds like um, something. It's probably not. You know, uh, we talked yeah. about anal beads. Yeah, that's a, that's what I was thinking. Unmentionables. Where's uh, Where's Neil? Man. I have to share with you. I won't say it on here. I'll share it with you after. Neil, sure. remember when I did that Ask Me Anything a few days ago? Yep. Yeah. You should see what Neil sent me. All right. Terrible. I couldn't even. All I did was did like a one of those emojis. Like, oh, God, man. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah. No. I'll pimp, pimp all your stuff that you're going to be on because you did. That's what I'm going to be on. Yeah, you did great on the Fallen Fett thing. Like, I, I thought that was, was so good. fun. That yeah. felt like so easy though, because I fucking love Ernie and he's so funny. And you guys had good, like uh, good chemistry. I feel like he has like... good chemistry with everybody, so I feel like it's really easy to do. But yeah, I mean, um, your your takes on Tekken were awful, but yeah, <laughs> Fuck. that was funny. Um, yeah, so I'm on Toy Daddy's uh, Toy Talk on Monday on their YouTube channel, and then. The following week on the 17th of May, uh, which is the Wednesday, I will be on Between Two Sentinels with Matthew and Jay Shot, and then I will be on Whip Wednesday Live immediately following. So, that's I mean, the 17th? I'm, it, that's the 17th. So, so Whip Wednesday Live time. will be back on May 17th, and uh, my wife is going to be my first guest back. Wow, nice. That's really awesome. interesting. Yeah, I should be in for some uh, good, lighthearted. Ribbing. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. Uh I'm excited to watch that. That's that's wonderful. I'm glad Kate's yeah, funny. Be on. I don't think she'll do it for long, but you know, she'll jump in for a little bit and then I'll just do some customizing after that. So not every episode has to be three hours, brother. Well, I mean my I'll still probably go for three. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying with her, you know. Yeah. No, that's great. Um yeah, man. that's what I got. That's it. Beautiful. And then Instagram, follow me up on that shiznit. Yeah, as always, follow us on Instagram. We always appreciate a good follow. At Moose Milk Media, at Customs by Matthew for audio-only listeners. Um, you can go over to our YouTube channels and at the same handles. Subscribe there. Yes. Let the show grow. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell your dog. And tell your dog to tell all the other dogs in the neighborhood. Uh, go around the neighborhood. Just tell them all. Um, and then you can play Who Let the Dogs Out, and then all the dogs will go out and have a party, and they'll talk about it. But then they can't I mean, subscribe because they don't have thumbs. This is fan fiction at the best. Um yeah, no, and then uh, grab the podcast on subscription uh, podcast services because uh, we have we have audio only uh, people out there that t- check out the show and uh, yeah, please subscribe and if you're into that sort of thing, if you have any uh, movies you'd like us to cover during our little three week break here, please That's feel free idea. to comment. Um, we can we can definitely take some uh, you know some ideas and see what I see agree. what we want to do. But um, thanks everybody for checking us out and uh thank you matt for joining me tonight and uh thank we'll you, catch Ryan, you next for week being a hot hot piece of meat oh that's me that's me 38 year old me hot piece of meat <laughs> um yeah and we'll see you guys next week peace see you nike boy <laughs>